Hey everyone, and welcome back to another beautiful episode of the Small Town Nerdcast. I am your host, Brian, and today got a few things to cover. Not really, I just, some things. I uh, got a news article that I found very nifty, nerdy, and newsworthy. I don't, funny, really, is what it is. But, you know, I'm trying to bring back the nifty nerd news from the first show without becoming the Bri-Fi podcast, but, uh, <laughs> also I got some, uh, small town drama for you guys. So hope, hopefully you guys are ready for all that. But the big thing this week is I'm finally going to give my, my like pure unfiltered thoughts on Pokemon Legends Arceus and my review of it and what I think I'm sure many of you who are even remotely interested in the game have probably looked it up to hell and wanted to know like everything about it. So this review might not be a surprise to you guys. So uh, yeah, anyway, let's get into all of this. Up first, let's talk about the nifty nerd news that I wanted to talk about. And I don't know if this is nifty, sad, or just so horrifically fantastic i don't know um a father who was completely just fed up with his children instead of going to bed staying up on their phones and getting on social media and using the wi-fi he finally just lost it like we all do you know and instead of going in taking their phones and being like no more for you um this man went to the internet like like a good good man um, to find the answers to his problem, and the internet told him the answer to his problem was to just get a like an internet jammer, like get a jammer that way, um, no signal will get into his house, into his kids' room, so they can no longer uh, get on the phones and then go to bed, you know, like good kids. However, um, I'm not sure if he got this jammer from like Gru's Evil Emporium or what, but. It turns out he ended up taking out the entire internet like accessibility for his city or like the neighboring city, something like that. I'm, I'm trying to remember. This is over in France. Um, th- this father, this very just fed up, concerned, exhausted father, I totally understand him, decides to get this jammer, turns it on, and somehow knocks out communications for an entire fucking city which i think is hilarious by the way um who did not think it was hilarious were the government and it turns out a jammer is very much illegal in france also illegal in the u.s so if you're thinking of doing the same thing here i do not recommend it um in france uh, he's actually facing jail time and a pretty hefty um fine (laughs) just for using this jammer man and like it's you know he did it for the good of his kids the good of his family you know instead of taking away their phones like a weak dad would do he went full super villain (laughs) and just knocked out the entire communication access for a whole fucking city I i applaud this man he went above and beyond to accomplish his goal (laughs) <laughs> and I think it's freaking fantastic, man. Um, so good on you. But also, if you have similar thoughts to get your kids to get offline, it's not the best way to do it. Just go unplug your router. Like, that's probably the best way to do it. 
and take away the phones. Like, just take away the phones, guys. Like, and you know, like in today's day and age, like, you know, when I was young, I had like Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Game Boys. So like, if I didn't, I didn't need internet to play games. Nowadays, you have to have Wi-Fi. Hell, even with the Switch for a lot of games now, it's starting to be like, well, do you have, not, not all their games, but for some of them, it's like, well, do you have Wi-Fi access? Like, if you buy digital, you have to have Wi-Fi to prove that you own the rights to them. I think it's like once every 30 days or something like that, but still. So, like, nowadays, you take the Wi-Fi away, you take the router away. Yeah, that kills all gameplay. But back then, man, you know, Game Boys. I still, I, even now, I still have my uh, Game Boy SP. So, like, if Wi-Fi ever goes out, man, that SP is all I got, and Pokemon, uh, Leaf Green. Or no, I have Fire Red. Fire Red's my baby. <laughs> so that's what I'll be doing a lot of. Um, anyway, moving on. Let's get into some small town uh, drama here. What you guys really in for? <coughs> Excuse me. Got to um, clear my throat. Let me take a drink. All right, man. So picture this. You're out. You're eating with your friends, family, who knows what. You guys are laughing, having a great time. Maybe take a selfie or two. Have your phone out. You're looking at some things. Just kind of pass the time while you're eating. Get up, throw your stuff away, decide to go home. Realize on the way home, oh, crap, I don't have my iPhone on me. Like, what, is it in, the, in between the seats? Is it in my purse? Is it in my back? Is it in my pocket? No, I must. Oh, you know what? must have left at the restaurant so you go back to the restaurant where you think your phone's at it's not there you ask any of the employees hey have you seen my phone like no i haven't seen it uh we haven't noticed anything you're like oh okay well maybe it is in the car so you go back in the car but ah you remember you're an iphone user there's a great little app that you can use find my phone and you can pull that i think honestly i think uh androids have it too but for the sake of this conversation you pull up your phone on find my phone oh it is in the restaurant that i was just at that's strange let's uh go figure things out and so uh you start to realize things are getting kind of weird between uh the employees and where your phone is and so you know you're a calm cool collected individual so you start screaming and threatening the employees and eventually get the cops involved <laughs> Um, well, first you go on Facebook to, uh, berate them and say all kinds of crazy, uh, things and accusations. And then they come on to, uh, retort against your crazy accusations and with their own crazy accusations. And so it becomes this whole, where it could have just been like a, a B conversation you know between party a and party b and then party c the cops get involved and that would have been it but no you had to go online <laughs> and that's how this story got to me uh this time around because everyone in my small town uh was sharing this and everyone has to have an opinion on it how the employees are trash and like they're doing this to steal it um but i wonder I, I'm even curious, but there are some things that don't add up. So how the story ends is that the phone is eventually found uh, in the dumpster 
It was apparently thrown away with the kitchen trash and put into the dumpster. So this is where some of the discrepancies are. Why was it in the kitchen trash and not out with um, the lobby trash, like where the, you know, your customers eat trash? But then again, if you take that trash in the in the kitchen trash and you probably put them in the same thing to take out to the dumpster. So that's probably how they could end up there the same at the same time. The other thing is. Why go on social media to just try to blast people about just crazy stuff? I'm not saying they did not try to steal the phone because that was the accusation was that the employees at this restaurant were trying to steal an iPhone, which in this day and age, typically your phones are locked. So it's hard to break or like get into. And then if even if you do get into, you have to wipe it because now it has all this memory. Then again, it has all this info and personal information. So that's probably a bad thing, too. But yeah, you know, stealing a phone these days is not just stealing a phone. There's so much more that goes along to it. But yeah, this person was like on a rampage, man. And I get it. Like, it's your phone. It's got a lot of personal information, pictures, and things that you probably want back in your life. Because, let's face it, no one's paying extra for that iCloud storage. But um, this person takes pictures of everyone's license plates blasted on social media like everyone like license i mean i'm not like oh license plates are very important information but like you know blasting these people all over facebook on it and i'm like not to be like oh i think she's a liar but you know i tried to not think everyone's evil and maybe it did accidentally get thrown away and these people really didn't know what was going on i don't know but then someone had to like retort on their on on the uh, person whose phone was lost um calling them out and stuff like that and like things just get way out of hand at that point which i think is hilarious but also kind of crazy eventually like i said cops get involved and they end up finding the phone in the trash um how the phone ends up in the trash kind of weird I have never gotten close to throwing my phone away. I am one to always kind of keep it near me or on me or anywhere away from garbage. Uh, But I know some people can be forgetful sometimes. I know, hell, Casey, my wife, has dropped it in the washing machine before. Like, actually had it out while washing clothes and dropped it into the washing machine she's also had it in her jeans before and it's ended up in the washing machine and those are the only two times that i can think of but it doesn't happen very often thankfully though i think the police officers kind of saw for what it was maybe just a happy mistake no, no property was stolen no one was hurt or injured maybe verbally online but no no physical reportable injuries so uh, i think at the end of the day everyone got what they wanted and everyone of my small town got to see a little action and get, watch some people get heated because that's really why we're all a part of like the town facebook chat is to just see people lose their shit uh for whatever reason it is that day and it's it's entertaining to say the least but that was a little bit of town drama that we had going on this week um what kind of town drama do you guys get into i don't know maybe not you personally but people in your town get into i would love to hear it and I would love screenshots and we could talk about it and we can get into everyone's tea for their town. Ooh, 
town tea. That's what we'll call it. The town tea. I like it. <laughs> anyway, um, you know what? Let's, uh, let's, you know, let's just talk about Pokemon now because that's really what I've been wanting to talk about. And I've been nonstop playing this game since it came out back in January. And I finally got to, I don't know if I've actually beaten the game. Like, I feel like I got past the mission that was to beat the game, but now there's still a main story mission on it. But it kind of seems like after the fact stuff, like it's, I mean, it's to get legendary Pokemon. So I guess, you know, that's like a, a big deal. But at the same time, it's like I stopped the bad thing that was going to happen from happening. So <laughs> yay me, right? Um. So anyway, yeah, I felt qualified enough to finally give a review on the game and my thoughts. I've put in, in plenty of hours. So uh, just believe me, as this is my professional take on Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, so like you guys know, came out this year, January 28th, 2022. You play a character who gets isekai into a past world of the Sinnoh region, now called the it's prehistoric name we don't call it prehistoric but it's past name of Huissi. he he i don't know it's a weird name it's with an h doesn't matter it's the old sino region <laughs> but see they have gods and like the god sino who each clan diamond and pearl um like believe in pray to like uh, diamond says sino is the god of time and pearl says sino is the god of space uh, and so like you know not space as in outer space but space as in like dimension and stuff like that and um of course if you know anything about pokemon games diamond and pearl one of the two games from uh, i think a game boy advance series so yeah, this is how this all ties together. And in fact, one of the jokes I made um, in one of my earliest streams saying like, oh, you're, you're, you're part of like Team Galaxy. Um, maybe you turn out to be like the precursors of Team Rocket. Well, as it turns out, uh, in Diamond and Pearl, the video game franchise, or like the main series stuff, um, Team Galactic is kind of the bad guys. And so uh, kind of right in a way, but... Um, spoiler alert, things don't really go that route here in, um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, Team Galaxy, our Galaxy team, as they're called, <clears throat> actually kind of like, um, really are the technological savvy group who help develop Pokeballs and relationships with Pokemon, and they really showed the clans of Diamond and Pearl the benefits of researching understanding and befriending pokemon so they don't really go full bad guy here the leader does kind of lose sight of things and by that i mean they lose sight of who you are as a character and your how your benefit to them and they kind of just go a little crazy but you learn like it's not he's not just crazy there's a reason why he acts the way he does also i want to apologize um if they didn't sound a little choppy, I had to pause the recording a few times. I'm not completely over my sickness, my so my throat is still a little scratchy. And I figured you guys didn't want to hear a bunch of coughing on a recording because that would sound, you know, not professional or amateurish. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't sound good to hear me coughing the whole time. So, yeah, if there's weird pauses or you hear... Um, 
like chattering in my teeth. That's because I have a cop- cough drop in my mouth and I'm trying to survive. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, the story actually, as far as Pokemon games go, I think this is probably my favorite story of any game. It's very cohesive. It's very easy to follow uh, for any age. And it's entertaining, you know, like there's a point to what you're doing and why you're doing it. And it doesn't seem like I never once felt while playing the game that I was needlessly grinding just to level up or get to a certain point. Now, you will do some grinding because part of the game story is working on the Pokedex with like a heavy emphasis on working on the Pokedex. And there's rewards to it, like big rewards to it. But yeah, you work on the Pokedex by researching Pokemon. It's not just catching, uh, finding and catching Pokemon. It's battling with them or against them or catching them certain ways or defeating them with certain attacks or making them use certain attacks that build up the research level for them. As you build up research level, you then turn in that knowledge to gain, like, I guess you call it experience within Team Galaxy and that experience then turns into gold stars, if you will. Like they track your progression through the Pokedex at, at like a star level. So you're one star, a two star. I think right now I'm an eight star and I think there's 10. But as you get to a new star level, you unlock uh, new craftable items. Like, you know, you start off with the Pokeball and then you get Great Ball and ultra ball like they're at different levels but then you have like the feather wind jet ball which are like your balls that can get thrown real far or catch flying pokemon and then you have like your heavy ball and your the lead and the gigaton so like balls that don't get thrown very far but have a higher catch rate so and then there's other things that you can get like healing things and stuff like that too but so There's a really good purpose for doing the research and working on your Pokedex. And also with side quests and everything that goes on with it, that also kind of help you along with your Pokedex. Because you'll come come across people that want to know more about a certain Pokemon they like or are scared of. And, And helping them to better understand that Pokemon, you work on your Pokedex to show them like a full re research on them and that in turns opens more things to you, uh, benefits you in a way. So it's a lot of fun, you know, and it's enjoyable. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't feel like a grind. Um, but one of the best aspects of this game has to be the open worldness of each area. With that being said, it does kind of suck that the entire map is not just open world to you where you can just walk around from like I, I can't walk from one side of the island to the next. I can't just journey out and go between these areas. Um, it's split into like oh, one, two, three, four, like six or seven like big areas or regions. And that's what I'll say. It's split into like six regions. And within the regions, you know, there's like eight or ten areas that you can like smaller areas that you can explore in there but it's still fun you know it's still large enough to feel like you're exploring and not 
just looking at the same things over and over again. But it's contained enough where for younger players or people who maybe aren't too used to this style of gameplay can easily grasp and and understand. I will say if you play Pokemon Sword and Shield, these areas to me feel larger than the wild area in that game. So there's definitely more to explore. Also, I feel like it just works better than it did in the wild area. Like just how everything goes and how you interact with the Pokemon and how they interact with you is a whole lot different because, oh boy, do these Pokemon interact with you? Some are cute. Some of them are passive and they'll come up to you and they'll just kind of check you out. And that's really fun. Others are raging assholes and dicks and are trying to kill you repeatedly. I've been knocked out probably about five times now because fucking Porygon has a hyper beam and Jesus Christ, it's like a one hit kill. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Pokemon in this game will attack you if you're not careful, but it makes it so much fun, you know, Uh, being able to dodge their attacks and uh, either send out your Pokemon to counter them or hit them with like mud balls and other kind of devices to weaken them or kind of stun them so you can capture them with a pokeball is a lot of fun like i get a lot of enjoyment out of that and like i said this is just like this isn't even like main story stuff this is just out exploring trying to get pokemon like i had i and i still have so much fun just walking around running on pokemon flying swimming like just exploring and fighting these things and dodging these things and sneaking up on them like it honestly brings out the child in me and the joy that I had and the thoughts of being like man if only I could really interact with these things how I would stalk them and try to catch them and battle them like it really opens that imagination that I had back when I was like eight 10 years old, like 10 years old. Yeah, I was 10 when the games came out. So like this game does that. This game brings that nostalgia right to the forefront, even though it's not the original 150 Pokemon. It's Pokemon that I still know and understand like enough of the Pokemon that I do know mixed in with fun new ones that I'm getting to learn more about and makes makes it really like just enjoyable i think anyone who has ever liked a pokemon game can pick this up and really have fun with it there's no doubt in my mind that you can um so i did talk about the pokedex but one of the other driving factors of course is the story here and like i mentioned this is a really good story and part of it is uh, you fall through this wormhole space-time distortion And through that is also these lightning strikes that are hitting Pokemon nobles or noble Pokemon throughout the lands. And these noble Pokemon are like protectors of different areas. And I think there's like five. I think there's five of them. I can't remember exactly. But your job is to quell the noble Pokemon because one, they're like super huge. They're glowing yellow. They're going into a frenzy and possibly hurting people. And so you go to relax them with like 
cocaine, I don't know, some weird powder balls that are supposed to just calm them down. I don't know. It looks like drugs to me. But what's fun is now it becomes like an action platform where you have to dodge, try to toss these things into their faces and dodge, and then they'll attack you. And, and like, it's, it's fun, man. It, it reminds me of like, kind of like Legend of Zelda in a way, uh, and just like how the fighting mechanics work. And then you get openings to throw your Pokeball at them, or like your Pokemon at them to fight against them. You don't actually catch these guys, but it's fun. So it mixes in some of that core gameplay of Pokemon turn-based fighting, but with like some more R- like action RPG type uh, dodge and attack stuff. And it, it, I think it's cool. I think what they did with this game, while might not be perfect, is a great step forward and... Well, today is the 28th, and I, I think it was today, maybe it was yesterday, the 27th, when they just, and when you guys are listening to this, it's going to be the 29th, so yeah, all kinds of confusion, right? But earlier uh, this week, they had their, like, Nintendo whatever, Pokemon whatever, where they announced what's going on in the series, and they've already announced two new Pokemon games coming out at the end of this year, uh, Violet and... Uh, Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet, I think is what they were, um, which are going to be open world Pokemon games. So it's I, what I'm hoping is they're going to take what they learned from this game and what people have said and adjust it and make it better. Because while this game is so much fun and I loved it so much and I still don't get tired of it. It's not perfect. Like there are still things with this game that aren't super awesome. Like, and when I say they're not super awesome, I mean there's some things that are actually bad with this game. Like one of the main issues that I have that I've noticed. Like there's things that I will look the other way on because whatever. But um, one of the things that really bugs me is the shadows in this game and like the shadows will have an actual purple hue around them and you can tell it's not because it's some cool design that they tried to do it's because something is wrong with the graphics (laughs) like um it's just it's something that shouldn't be there where there should be black it is like this weird purple color i thought it was a style thing at first before i started to realize oh no they just effed up and another thing is when you c- can see Pokemon in the distance, they are not a fluid movement. They went back like when you see these Pokemon moving about in the wild, they revert back to an 8-bit style of movement where it's like the the most recent one that I saw was like Gyarados and he's like flying around in the sky And when you're up close, it's this cool, fluid, snake-like motion. But when you're very far away where you can still see Gyarados, it's like it switches between two sprites. One where he's like S-curved one way and the other where he's S-curved a different way. And it just swaps between the two. So it just looks very cheesy and very bad. And it just, I don't know if it's the limitations of the Switch that make it that way. But then I think about Breath of the Wild and how... Breath of the Wild never seemed to suffer from that kind of thing. 
And the only thing I can think of is the programming uh, with Pokemon Legends itself is the reason why this is happening. And hopefully, hopefully they fix that come uh, Scarlet and uh, Violet. But we'll see. Uh, other than those two glaring things, I mean, there's some other weird quirks and like how you move about. But like nothing like to me that's absolutely horrible, you know. I think where some people kind of get caught up is we're trying to compare this game to Breath of the Wild because essentially based on stylized looks and similar gameplay mechanic, kind of, they're very similar games. And so it's hard not to, when you're playing Pokemon Legends, it's hard not to look at Breath of the Wild and be like, why are these not the same? Like, why why isn't Pokemon Legends better than what it is when you have a game like Breath of the Wild out there? But then you got to remember, there's two different studios that make this game. You know, Game Freak and then whatever studio makes Legends itself <laughs> up. But, so, I don't know. Like I said, it's stuff for me that's easily overlooked because at the core game of Pokemon Legends... It's everything that I've wanted since 1998, man, or 96, whenever this game came out. Like, hey, it is me chasing down Pokemon, battling with them, seeing them interact in the real world. I think I would like to see them have more, like, outer world, or, like, more wild interactions, like, with each other are things in their environment. I think that would be a little more interesting. But there are some nice little quirks. Like one, I saw a Pokemon climb up a tree in one instance, which I thought was really neat. Saw a Pokemon like jump back, like if you got scared from something, which I thought was pretty neat. And then I realized like they all do that if you watch them long enough. So that kind of wore off. I was like, wow, that's really neat. So I would like to see a little more random action from the Pokemon and maybe them interact with each other. Maybe seeing like coming across two of them fighting each other, like in like a territorial type thing. I think that would be awesome if they could somehow do that because once again, you look at things that happen with breath of the wild and they were able to make their wild creatures uh, like goblins and stuff a little more interactive with their environment. And so I would love to see something like that going forward. But ultimately, I think Pokemon Legends sets out what it was trying to do. Add, go in a new direction as far as movement-wise and kind of gameplay-wise. You know, I feel like they changed a lot of stuff. But at the same time, still keeping their core mechanics of turn-based fighting and just adding a little more pizzazz to it. You know, they took some things away from it, like scaled some things down. You weren't able to do like dual battles. And at times that really sucked because while you couldn't do dual battles, uh, your enemies did not get that memo. And so at some points I was fighting four Pokemon at once versus my one little guy. And I was getting like gang raped. Like it was awful. My poor Pokemon were just fighting for their lives. So maybe seeing implementation uh, implementation of being able to throw out a second Pokemon for help. Uh, also 
better online play, like having, or maybe you and like four other trainers can drop in to a region and interact with each other or help each other or something. I don't know. Um, I think ultimately things weren't, and and this is not really a bad thing, but I, I think for players like me who are a little more experienced with these type of games, there was no true challenge with this game. It was a very easygoing game. It was a very relaxed game, which is good. You know, I mean, this it is targeted to a younger audience. But for players like us, you know, I would have loved to seen something like, you know, like with Pokemon Sword and Shield, you had like your raids or like your Dynamax Pokemon, which are like super incredibly impossibly large. And you had to team up with four other or three other trainers to defeat that. So it would have been cool to see Pokemon of that size or of that skill level. And maybe this could be going forward into the new games. I don't know where, you, you know, if you were to have multiple trainers in a server or like in an area where you have like a quote unquote event where you guys needed to come together in this point of the map to battle a raid boss essentially you know like you've seen games like destiny do it um really that's the only one i can think of <laughs> well like and that was one thing i really loved about destiny was like you could play solo and you were playing solo but there were areas of the map where it was a joint server that you guys teamed up and fought against you know i mean even games like the division that i play on xbox now Granted, I'm using games that come from much more powerful systems, but I don't think it would be that hard to add that type of mechanic into the game where, you know, there's kind of like a PVE aspect to it where, okay, now everyone's got to try to fight against this environment, this event, and they can either work together or work to hurt each other. Now, I would hope, hopefully in a game like Pokemon, you could only work together, but oh my God, if there was a PVP area... That would be intense. <laughs> Ultimately, though, like I said, uh, and literally, like I just said, this game, I think, sets out to do exactly what it tried to do. Um, give you something different, something a little more next-gen feeling, but still have the same glorious Pokemon feeling that you grew up with. And honestly, it it kills it. You know, it really does it. It, it hits that nail on the head, slams it home over the fence, through the uprights, whatever you want to call it. This game does that, man. Uh, a lot of places pretty much giving it like an 8 out of 10, you know, 3 out of 5, something solid like that. And I would agree, man. This game is 80% the perfect Pokemon game. Like, it, there there are some faults with it as far as like some of the gameplay um, and some of the graphics. But ultimately, I'm still, even now... I'm still having so much fun. Like I'm having fun going through the side quests and just going out, trying to discover new Pokemon, try to do new things with them. And I'm having a blast with that, man. Um, it, it, it definitely has me excited for what's to come later this year with uh, Violet and Scarlet. I think it's Scarlet, man. I keep saying Scarlet, but I'm not a hundred. I mean, it's not like I have a computer right here in front of me, Brian. <laughs> Let's see. I said Pokemon and oh no not equal sign delete 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 
Let's see, Pokemon New Game 2020. It would be Scarlet and Violet. See, I was right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, guys, that's um, that's my thoughts on Pokemon Legends. I really enjoyed it. I really love it. Um, if you have a Switch and you're looking for a new game to play, I recommend it. You know, even if you weren't a big Pokemon player, I think this is still uh, a wide enough net to kind of get people who weren't 100% interested in Pokemon to maybe get interested in the Pokemon, especially with just how it plays now. I think, I think it's fun, man. And so I definitely would recommend now, if you're expecting Breath of the Wild, don't, but, uh, I think you'll have a lot of fun this game, much like I did. Um, but that's pretty much it for this episode, guys. Um, the only other thing I can think about that I've been doing, watching anime, um, there's this one on Crunchyroll that I've been watching called Rankings of a King. Very interesting. Definitely not what I was expecting it to be. It uh, art style wise looks like a fun little kid show. And then someone gets stabbed and murdered horrifically. And I realized I was in for a treat. And so far, I, I man, I can't stop watching the show. It's fantastic. And once again, it's called Rankings of a King. And it's on Crunchyroll. I don't know where else it's at, but that's where I'm watching it. And I am loving every bit of it. And I'll probably talk way more about it either next week or the week after. But that's all I got for you guys this week. I ordered some new comics, um, another saga book, and I think a Archie Valentine special. Because I don't know, man, I'm starting to get into Archie again. Like, I just I love Archie. And so, uh, yeah, that's it for this week, guys. Thank you for listening and be sure to rate, review, like, subscribe, all those great things. Find me on YouTube, Twitch and all my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, you name it. I am there. Links are in the show notes. Later, guys. Later, guys.